0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers take on Hibs tonight after extending Alfredo Morelos' contract Jake Hastie and Stephen Robinson lift the lid on the wingers' chances of moving to Ibrox and Neil Lennon's already involved in Celtic's recruitment for next season I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Derek Johnson and Hugh Keevans This week we have seen football in all its dramatic and unforgettable glory and what they can do in Madrid and Paris we can do from Edinburgh to Glasgow while going through Hamilton and Paisley from Friday to Monday. So let's not have the game go on trial for the next four days due to crowd trouble. Heed the words of Stephen Gerrard about the need to protect Scottish football's image. We've got the product, we've got the talking points, we've got the crowds, now we've got to see sense and just enjoy the game. I think every game from Rangers from now on, certainly in the next three or four games, They've got to treat them as cup finals Tonight especially Because we're all aware You know Any more drop points Celtic going against Aberdeen tomorrow And it could well be over It's going to be very very hard For Rangers to get back But I'm looking at all the other games You know In the championship Bottom club Thistle What a result in midweek For them against Hearts Gives them another chance You know In the Scottish Cup We've got Ross County Top of the league against Morton And Dunfermline Travel that short distance to Alloa So it's not only about The top league the championship is red hot again tomorrow 0141 That's the number you need Let's hear from you right now Because there are a number of topics You've got the Hibs Rangers game tonight Who do you want to see play? Who do you not want to see play? How do you think the game will go? Alfredo Morelos, new contract What do you make of that news? Jake Hasty for Rangers Motherwell fans, Rangers fans Give us your thoughts And Neil Lennon talking about Celtic long term as well What do you read in to that? 0141 Let's go to Easter Road though It's a miserable night hopefully the football will heat us up Andrew McLean is watching that one at Easter Road Yeah I'll tell you what I'm happy that the press box is at the back of the stand here Because the rain is absolutely battering down on this pitch here At Easter Road I was here for Super Scoreboard on Saturday When Celtic came here and, and won 2 now, And you could see the pitch getting progressively worse Throughout that game And it really doesn't look great for this game tonight And when you look at Hibs in that game They weren't overly impressive really Paul Heckenbottom definitely taking a different approach Against Celtic than Neil Lennon did A lot more standoffish And it didn't really pay off So it'll be interesting to see if any of that changes tonight Meanwhile Rangers are they're unbeaten in their last 10 games at the moment They'll definitely be hoping that they can put on some pressure Ahead of Celtic taking on Aberdeen tomorrow But they haven't beaten Hibs in their last four attempts The last one here was in December 2017 Ryan Jack, he was in a protective boot earlier on this week But Steven Gerrard says he's still got a chance of playing tonight And also of course Alfred Morello signing a new deal today I'm sure we'll hear plenty about that on the show tonight I'll bring you full team news in around 40 minutes time you can actually hear the rain Damn battering me. down on top of the stand Andrew I mean is the, is the pitch in, in danger at all is anyone out having a look at it or is it just going to make for difficult conditions yeah it doesn't look as if there'll be a lot of passing football going on on this pitch tonight especially sort of one side of the pitch just outside the box there's not much grass on it at all it's looking very wet I wouldn't have thought the game was in any danger at all but it's, it's certainly not a pitch for uh, for a nice flowing football I wouldn't have thought There we go If you've not left yet Pack your wellies Who keeps <laughs> Saw a photograph uh, From Easter Road uh, About half an hour ago And one area Of the pitch Was badly troubled By surface water And we, mm. as you said Gordon We can hear the rain Clattering down in Leith 
What happened happened to Sunshine on Leith? Absolutely. You'll need to get the forks out, you know, because you can't play if there's puddles on the pitch. You know, the, the groundsman's going to have to get a few men and get that all forked before uh, the referee comes out. When you think about it, last Saturday night, uh, it was hardly ideal weather when Hibs played Celtic. Uh, and I thought that Celtic beat Hibs fairly comfortably last Saturday. And uh, I think that Rangers are capable of doing the same for the reason that Andrew mentioned there that Hibs just let Celtic have a field day. And if they do the same thing against Rangers, it'll end up in the same result. The problem with Rangers is, is they're so inconsistent, though, Hugh. You know, if they play, then I think you're 100% correct. But their attitude in a couple of the games, like the St Johnston game 10 days ago, you know, just wasn't there. And then, you know, the, the next game that they're up, they're up firing again. So you, you don't know what Rangers' side is going to come out. But you're right, if the, the manager now knows, as I said earlier, every game's a cup final now for Rangers because if they drop anything, it's going to be doubly harder to get back into the league. And if they lose on Tuesday, you know, they're out the cup, then what do they go for? So that's that's what's got to get into these mm. players' heads. Every game you've got to play as if it is a cup final. It'll be interesting to see how differently Hibs approach it though, Hugh, because yeah. you and many other observers are right. They, they, they did stand off Celtic a bit too much I wonder if that means we'll see a different tactic tonight well when I say that they stood off Celtic that is not to say that Celtic didn't play very well Celtic did play very well particularly in the second half and thoroughly deserved to win Um, it will depend as Derek said on how Rangers play tonight they are capable of going into a game and you think well this really ought to be a comfortable win for them and then something happens I just feel that Rangers are better players than Hibs have. The Neil Lennon approach that uh, that Hibs took when he was the manager there is a, a a far more aggressive one than the one that Paul Heckingbottom yeah. appears to adopt. So I, I just think, notwithstanding that awful pitch and the rain and everything else, I just think that Rangers have too much going for them. I'll be interested to see if he's learned anything, you know, Paul Higginbottom, because it, it's all right you want to play expansive football and knock the ball around, but mm. in this country, I'm afraid, when you're playing against better teams, you have to change the way you play. You have to stop them playing for the for a start. I think were, you're right, they were far too open against Celtic. And if you give Celtic, with the players that they've got, time and space on the ball, then they're going to punish you. I think he would have learned from him, but I would like to think he's learned from that. So I think you'll probably see a different approach from Hibs tonight. 0141-951-1025. Hibs fans, Rangers fans, let's get your thoughts on the game, your predictions, how you think it's going to pan out, who you would like to see play for your team tonight. The thing about this fixture, it's set against the backdrop of a big story developing today. Hugh Keevens, Rangers have secured the future of Alfredo Morelos for another year after handing him his third new contract (laughs) inside 12 months. All right, if you can get it. He's now committed uh, contractually to the club until 2023. This, of course, comes against a backdrop of speculation about his future. Um, I think, you know, he already signed extensions in March and September last year. Another one today... What do you make of what it? What a good agent he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers are protecting themselves. They've they've got a magnificent asset there and they are protecting themselves. You know, if people do come in the summertime, then they will be able to say, Well, you know, we've got a contract for a lengthy period of time, you know. So how highly do you value him? So they are protecting themselves. And in the season that gave us Brendan Rogers suddenly opting out. Uh, you know, people shouldn't read too much into it and think, oh, Alfredo Morelos will be there for the lifetime of that contract. The chances are he won't, but Rangers have a prized asset and they're protecting it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that that's, that's one of the reasons. But it's amazing how he's come out and, you know, he, 
I didn't realise how big the club was and I'm enjoying myself. I'm, it's probably the best time of my career in playing now and I'm, I was delighted to sign a contract. But if somebody comes around in the summer, I mean, you'll be off. But let's be honest, everybody that, that plays in this country, I'm not saying everybody, you can't say everybody, but the majority of people, if you get the chance to go down south and play in the English Premier League, you're going to go. 0141 let us do it. Chris is a Rangers fan in Dumbarton. Hi, Chris. Hi guys, uh, actually on the, on the road to Easter Road at the moment I'm um, hoping the game's not going to get called off with this weather <laughs> It's absolutely torrential <laughs> um, But m- my point tonight is on the, the Morelos contract um, Obviously delighted we've got him tied down for a, a further year And um, contrary to what the guys are saying there I'm hoping it's a statement of intent That we intend to keep him for one more year Before letting him go And the mm. reason I hope that is because For me, the difference between Rangers challenging Celtic seriously next season is whether or not they keep Alfredo Morelos um, we could be given all the money under the sun 20, 25, 30 million for him but trying to lure a player of that calibre to the SPL with only the promise of Europa League football at best is going to be an absolute nightmare so I think it's absolutely crucial we pay him whatever he wants that other year just hold on to him. See, I, I like where you're coming from, and and, and you talk sense, and 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 I, and I agree with part of that. But you know, he's, he's not a one-man team. Everybody thought that when when he was suspended for the game against Kilmarnock, and five different scorers came on. I know they're not regular scorers like him. Twenty was it? No, that was the Hamilton game. The Hamilton game. Sorry, you know, and 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 he scored all. You know, five individual Rangers players scored the goals, but he really he loves being here in Scotland. I don't mm. think there's any doubt whatsoever. Yeah, it might not be a one-man team, but the, he's clearly Rangers he's best. Gold- Player or one yeah, of them, yeah, isn't yeah. He? But listen, it's alright saying we need him for next season, we're going to challenge. What if something happens? What if he has a bad injury and he's out for seven or eight months? What do you do then? He's played 84 games and he's scored 46 goals. There's your story. Uh, so, of course, he's the most valuable asset at the club right now. But there is such a thing as market forces. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes in with £20 million in the summer, could Rangers realistically mm. turn it down? That said though In terms of Chris's original point Rangers This this, this is a third contract extension in a year yeah. Like we just yeah. said So Whether you or anyone else thinks He's going to go in the summer Rangers are at least doing Their part to try and keep yeah. him As Chris uh, says and Until such times yeah, as a bid comes it, it, in and he walks it, a, You can only look after your yeah, side of the business It's a no, it's a no lose situation yeah. Because You have appeased the supporters You've got them on a, Yet yeah. another contract For a, a lengthy period of time but at the same time, you are protecting yourself because when the big money comes in, uh, you can say, well, you know, we, yeah. we pay him a lot of money as it is and he's on a lengthy contract. So no lose situation. I mean, I mean Rangers know the situation. I mean, nobody has to tell Stephen Gerrard. He knows the players when, when he sees one. But it's like everything else. If somebody comes in with the big money, as you says, Rangers will be looking just now for a replacement. You don't just wait until oh he's going now we better look for something. They'll have someone in mind. Mm. If he does go, then they will go out and bring another striker. They have to. They know they have to. Chris, you want to come back in? Yeah, just um, you know, I agree with what the guys are saying. I mean, if, if we get a big bid, um, it will be hard to turn it down. If you're talking twenty million plus, it, it looks great in the books. You might think you know we could get four or five quality players in for that. I just think, as I said, that there is a ceiling to what the level of player we can attract in the SPL. And I think it will be some time again before we see a player the quality and potential that Alfredo Morelos mm. has. So, you know, I think you, know, you also, you also, Chris, have a managerial asset in Stephen Gerrard, 
Uh, and you know people people would go to Rangers because Steven Gerrard is there. You well, know, there's several players there just now. Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be more concerned, Chris, about uh, Rangers losing Steven Gerrard than Alfredo Morelos because he will attract. If Rangers mm. get twenty million pounds, it's an interesting one. Not saying I disagree. I just uh, wonder uh, wonder if people would well you know, take I, issue with that one. I think that you know as Rangers uncovered Alfredo Morelos, there are other players. Waiting to be mm. uncovered as well. Yeah, and if you've got the money, you can get. Them. See, this is a money. Like, that, that's is a what mo- Chris is talking about, though, isn't it, Chris? The, this this notion that yeah. you can keep getting those gems for a million pounds. Yeah. that that I mean, that's tough. Yeah, I, I think for me the concern is that for time, you know what time scale we are working to here. We have to stop ten in a row, and we don't have we, we don't have the kind of luxury of you know get a couple of seasons to find another one, and amongst everything else, we we need someone to hit the ground running straight away. Um, and my concern is we wouldn't get that within the next couple of years. But I think I think you remember how you got Morelos. You know, with Jonathan Johansson, he yeah. was playing in Finland. He said, "Look, mm. there's a striker over there scoring yeah. a barrel." But of that's the goals. point. Though there's a reason that they're gems. It's because yeah. you can't you can't find them easily. You know, there's a reason Celtic but, but, haven't found another Virgil Van Dijk. But by, yeah, the, but, 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 by but, the same time, by the same token, you know, people, you're right when you say there's no one man team. Morelos is the, the the biggest asset. But you know, you take him out of the team, it doesn't mean to say that the team falls apart. Therefore, there has to be another Alfredo Morelos somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, it, he's not the only player in the world. You know, it, it's, Chris is saying, and he's being very honest here, he's saying that Rangers have to have someone who stops Celtic winning 10 mm-hmm. in a row. But if Morelos went for big money in the summertime, it surely does not follow that there isn't a player anywhere well, who, 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 come in. who out of anyone involved in this conversation said that there was no player Chris is simply saying he doesn't think it's going to be easy to replace yeah. Alfredo you're right. Morelos yeah, You're absolutely right, somebody's going to guarantee you scoring over 30 goals in a season But there will be somebody out there I mean Rangers have got enough scouts now that they're going out there looking John Brown is the head of scouting Mark Allen's out there looking So there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever mm. They will have somebody in mind Should Morelos leave in the summer Let's get the take of Mark and Giffnock Hi Mark Good evening panel Just on my way to a very cold Easter road Oh good man Absolutely Baltic <laughs> um, First of all Must win game tonight A draw is a disaster That would kill the title challenge So must win three points Let's try and get that line cleared up, Mark. It's very um, crackly. Crackly is a good with, word for with, it. Uh, with regard to, to Mark's tonight. point, yeah, of course, Derek's already said it. You know that I think that Rangers would ha- need to win all of the remaining games to win the title. In other words, they need to beat Celtic twice and take care of business elsewhere uh, for them to win the title. Celtic are in the position now where. Neil Lennon is the uh, Glaswegian equivalent of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, And he too has to keep on going He has to keep on winning Otherwise he doesn't get the manager's job So fascinating I think we've got you back Mark, carry on Hi guys, sorry about that no, Just about Morelos First of all Rangers don't want, we don't want to sell the fans They don't want him to go The club don't want him to go Just being he is the man of the season 28 goals However, I had the pleasure of speaking to Mark Allen last week Before the Hamilton game away We knew he was going to sign a new contract Because the boy deserves that It's his second new contract in a year And obviously I'll wage your eyes However, he does want to play in England Um, I'm led to believe I've talked to Mark Allen I'm led to believe that there's a 15 million clause on it So if a club come in He's obviously signed a new deal because he's worthy of it Rangers don't want him to go anywhere, but if a club come in, they'll need to pay 15 or above 15 for a guy that costs 900,000. So it's a, it's a no win for Rangers. Get him signed up with a new deal. 
Hopefully it doesn't go anywhere for maybe another year. But uh, if he does, Rangers will get big money and they're already scouting other Colombian players and looking at the Finnish League. That, so, you know, they're looking at other players around about a million pounds they can bring in in the summer. Mark, we just want to thank you for divulging the details of your conversation with Mark Allen. We now know there's a £15 million clause in his contract. Uh, and it may take that. Um, Derek, the I suppose from, from now until the end of the season for the player, it's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> Get his head down and, and do what he's been doing that's led to all this discussion. Listen, the more goals he scores and the more the pounds are going up, it's as simple as that for him. He's not one of these players that'll, that'll sit back on his laurels, you know. He'll want to score 35 goals, maybe even try and get 40 goals. That's just the kind of man he is. He will always have shots at goals. He's a bit like McCoy in a sense. Ali McCoy could miss four or five chances, but he would still be there to, to try and get the sixth one and put it in the back of the net. Morelis is a bit like that. He's a poacher in that box. And I think he's got to, if he wants to move in the summer, if, he's, if they've had a conversation, uh, the management and him, say, look, if somebody comes in with big money in the summer, you'll go. He'll want to go there with 35 goals behind him because Rangers will get more money for him. Well, the more goals he scores, I think. Most of the Rangers fans that come on this show, Hugh, seem pretty relaxed about it, like Mark talking about, yeah, we'll, we'll either keep him or hopefully we get a big fee for him. Yeah. How much of that comes as a result of what Rangers have had in the last few seasons I mean this would be the first Proper yeah. asset that, yeah. that Rangers have been able to sell on For quite some time For eight years I would say uh, So The club Is not yet In a self-sustaining position And they have made Good inroads towards that Status uh, Based on A Europa League run But They are in a position where If someone did come in With the £15 million minimum That it would Clearly, take to get Alfredo Morelos, they would have to be tempted. I, th- I think the bonus, you is if there are four or five clubs after him and it's a starting at 15, then you may well mm. get up to 20. Huge game tomorrow in Glasgow Celtic against Aberdeen. We're about to hear from Neil Lennon. He's talking about the future of the likes of Scott Sinclair and Mikael Lustig. We know that Neil Lennon's future is hanging in the balance as well, but he says he's going to be involved in some of the conversations about players like Scott Sinclair. Let's hear from you, Celtic fans. 01419511025. We'll hear from Neil Lennon next. £35,119.45. You're the biggest winner ever! That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's £27,018.83. You have won! <laughs> I mean, it's not a dream. The cash register. Win big cash every day. The cash register is back. Monday morning at 8. Clyde won. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here, so send us a tweet or give us a call. We're building up to the big one tonight, Hibs against Rangers. We've been talking Alfredo Morelos. Hugh Evans by the time tomorrow at 3 o'clock, a good old-fashioned Saturday afternoon yes. at 3 o'clock. What a classic we've got at Celtic Park. We've got the top two from the last couple of seasons. Going head-to-head once more. And I think everyone's looking forward to that one Terrific game in prospect uh, Oli Gunnar Lennon took over <laughs> against Hearts And he got the dramatic last gasp goal from Odson Edward Terrific win for Celtic Then goes to Easter Road And Celtic play extremely well And score two terrific goals James Forrest and Scott Brown He's had a week now, Oli Gunnar Lennon To get ready for this game And he knows the score He's an experienced former Celtic manager who knows that if he keeps this going, gets the 
championship over the line and if he can add in the Scottish Cup then he is a shoo-in for the manager's job if he doesn't win the league he doesn't get the manager's job so Neil Lennon knows exactly what's going on it, here it's interesting Hugh because if you look at the other side of the fence and, and you listen to Derek McInnes you know he's, he's home form Aberdeen's home form has been terrible yeah. recently mm-hmm. he says but we're un- undefeated in 10 games away from home or whatever or he's won 6 in a row you know, so they're very, very confident they can come away. Because remember, I saw them at Ibrox two or three weeks ago on a Wednesday when, when they beat Rangers. And they looked decent, to be fair. Rangers never played all that well on the night, but they played well. They defended well. They got forward. They got men in the box. And the big lad Cosgrove caused an awful lot of problems. Mm. So be interesting to see what Aberdeen do there tomorrow. Celtic are eight points clear of Rangers, who in turn are eight points clear of Aberdeen. Aberdeen. If, and obviously it's a big if If Aberdeen have any chance whatsoever Of making that up and finishing second d- Do they have to get something at Celtic Park without, tomorrow? Without question But I think that ship has sailed uh, Partly because of what Derek was talking about the, the very patchy home form Celtic and Rangers both going up there And taking four off Aberdeen The atmosphere tomorrow at Celtic Park I think will be quite something Because there'll be a tumultuous welcome home for Neil Lennon mm. I think uh, it's sold out I'm sure I saw that yeah. on social media Given events of the last two weeks The departure of Brendan Rodgers And the way in which Neil Lennon has taken on the responsibility Of the club Under what could have been very trying circumstances I think the supporters will give him An amazing welcome home tomorrow Possibly Yeah um, I don't know if they'll have one eye on On Tuesday as well But knowing Derek You know he's a Brilliant manager, and he'll have something up his sleeve for us, I'm sure. Um, but that, again, you know, we've done a lot of work on Aberdeen and how they play against us in previous games, and what we have to do to overcome what will be, you know, a difficult hurdle. But if we win, then it's just ticking off another game and going forward. Paul's a Celtic fan on the line. What's on your mind tonight, Paul? Uh, hi, guys. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Hugh. Hello. Hi, hi Paul. Hi, Hugh. Uh, my kind of side point is uh, I'm really looking forward to the game tomorrow. Uh, really looking forward to seeing Neil Lennon back at Celtic Park. I think that I've always been a massive fan of Neil Lennon, even when he wasn't with Celtic. And I think that he's come in, and he's actually, it's turned out he's come in at a really good time. Uh, I think he's going to gain from Brendan Rodgers being there in an attacking passing sense. But I also thought, uh, when after the Hearts game, now he said he's not really got to change in, but he's obviously will say that uh, to the press and the media, but even last week, you could stop. You, you saw that uh, the passing at the back wasn't. It wasn't passable. Uh, I think. It, oh. I don't know what's happening. It must be the bad weather. Paul's line's not great I, either. I think, we'll get that cleared up. I think we can understand the, the gist of what yeah. Paul is saying there. That you'll gradually see more of a, a Neil Lennon Celtic than the Brendan Rodgers version. And I think he, Paul's absolutely correct. Against Hearts at Tynecastle, it was still pretty yeah. much the Brendan Rodgers philosophy. Little tweak or two against yeah. Hibbs, yeah. and I expect a, an even greater tweak tomorrow against Aberdeen. Because he's, he's, he doesn't like he likes the ball in the, in the opposition half as quickly as possible, Neil Lennon. That's how his teams play, and I, and I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think if something's on, if the goalkeeper's got it, and, and there's no Aberdeen, only one Aberdeen player, then you play it wide to the fullbacks, and you get you get out. But if people are there, he will want that ball mm. forward because they've got men up there that will fight for it in the other half, and that's where you win games in the opposition half, scoring goals, and that and that's the way Neil likes to play the game. Well, even got Got you back, Paul. 
Hi there, sorry about that. Who's going up the uh, stairs? That's not very nice. <laughs> Sending somebody up the stairs. <laughs> uh, my my second point was, guys, I was watching the, the Champions League during the week mm. uh, and I flicked on, it was the Ajax and Real Madrid game. Yeah. Uh, not really get any interest in them, to be honest, but I just, the first thing that came to mind when I saw Ajax winning, uh, we're a good team, but no real superstars in it. Uh, the guy Tadic was the Southampton but never really made it really uh, and I know they do have some youthful guys and that we've got to move on to uh, Barcelona I think it is yes. surely, surely Celtic must see that and think that this is something that we must we are capable of doing I mean it wasn't that long ago we were beating Ajax I mean I mean, Ajax big club like Celtic not in a particularly trendy league I would say but uh, with the right tactics and um, mm. we've had some big players that went for big money and not 70 million but surely Celtic must look at that and think we, we're capable of let me play sorry, thoughts on Neil sorry. Lennon because he was asked about okay. that today How people are obviously making comparisons it's, it's been happening for the last couple of days here's what Neil Lennon had to say I mean, it's magnificent but they have spent a bit of money you know Tadic has gone in there for about 15-18 million pounds so you know maybe the, the wage bill is around what we have, but um, you know they've definitely improved financially. But it's fantastic, and it should be a great inspiration for clubs like us. You know, it takes a bit of time to build teams for that level. Uh, it took me three years to really build a good team to compete at a good level and get through the group. So, you know, this team, with a few more additions, I think would be capable of competing at that level again, at, at, at a good level. You know, but you know, congratulations to Ajax, wonderful performance. Wasn't over now with the Real Madrid's performance. You know, looked like there's a lot of problems there behind the scenes, but Ajax took full advantage of that. I was in the Amsterdam Arena 17, 18 years ago when Celtic beat Ajax 3-1 there. And the, the, the best player on the park that night was Didier Agat, who did not cost a fortune. Uh, but I do take Paul's point. The, the, the game Real-Ajax showed that the world is not about budgets. Yeah. It is possible for you to go there having spent, yes, good money, but not on a Real Madrid level. And they absolutely tore them apart. Mm. The problem that Celtic are confronting now, that Neil Lennon will have to confront, is the loss of all the players on loan. The Benkovic's and Timothy Weir's and Ollie Burks. Celtic have brought in too many players for me on loan. Uh, and need to set about establishing or re-establishing their identity. Uh, players who have been bought to play for Celtic. That's what they need to do to uh, to make a mark in Europe, the kind of mark that Paul wants to see them make, the kind that Martin O'Neill was able to make, albeit backed by good money from Dermot Desmond. But What difference does that make though? Because I mean, that surely that only comes into play if you think the lone players are... Are worse than, than the players that You know If the lone players are better Than what you can get Should that not enable you To but progress in Europe but, but now you're ending up In this situation Where In the summertime They're away Neil, back to their clubs Neil is going to well, have yeah, that's to true. Neil is going to have to Address a squad That uh, At the back In particular Is going to need An overhaul And I think the Celtic supporters they have a magnificent ground They turn up a magnificent number You said yourself Gordon Tomorrow's match against Aberdeen 60,000 sellout They want to see Celtic having Their identity 
Not an identity based on players brought in loan I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the loan market It has worked spectacularly well for Celtic It has also failed them on occasions Mm -hmm. But supporters like Paul Want to see a team that was Gathered to play for Celtic Not to go back to parent clubs Yeah, I mean I was fortunate You you know, to play against Ajax many times You know, in the 70s When they had the Cruyffs And the Johnny Reps And people like that They were an absolutely wonderful side You can remember You know, the total football that they played Full backs ended up in the left wing Everybody can play anywhere That performance, I think In midweek by an Ajax side You certainly are not as talented Not even half as talented As that team in the 70s But what a performance they put It just shows you you know, if you've got the right coach, you've got the right training, you've got the right tactics, and you've got the players that are learning what the mm. game is all about, then you can go to the Madrids. Who are, as Neil Lennon said it, and he's absolutely right. Madrid are struggling just now. They're out all the cups in Spain. They're not going to win the league. They've had a terrible season, but it's still Real Madrid mm. in the Bernabeu. Yeah, Paul, what did you make of Neil Lennon's take on it? Because no one is saying this is an exact comparison. Of course it's not. If you compare two clubs from different leagues, different circumstances, there are always going to be... Differences, but, but Neil Lennon himself saying that it should at the very least be an inspiration to Celtic. Well, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, one thing with Neil Lennon, he's got this uh, kind, kind of bad reputation about being a, a hothead and stuff. His interviews are articulate and he talks total sense. I mean, he's talking about, uh, he's talking about more or less, about, he's more or less saying that far too many one players. Far too many loan players at Celtic United. And I can understand why Brendan Rodgers, and I can understand why the, the board done it. If they think that Brendan Rodgers was ready to jump ship at any time, you wouldn't have given him too much money because he has signed a lot of players, and a lot of players will never play for the first team. Yeah. Whereas teams like Ajax, you can be sure of this guy, and I don't I don't know his name, is going to go to Barcelona yeah, Young. There'll be another Dion lined up yeah. in the back. Like, if Kieran Tierney, if a big bid comes in for Kieran Tierney and Celtic's hand is pushed, and for his career he might be pushed, I don't see another uh, another Kieran Tierney in the, the background. Like, I don't see uh, when we sold Van Dyke for Joe Van Dyke, there wasn't another guy to take him. And I think this is the big difference. Mm. I think maybe this is what Neil Lennon's getting at as well. The loanee market works tremendously well at times, but it's a short-term fix yeah. where... Teams like Ashu was saying, we need now to, to get guys who want to play with Celtic, even if it's for five, ten years and then get the big the big move. But mm. to get Celtic back, we're an identity in Europe where everybody's not just constantly rattling on about the, the atmosphere. All right, thank you to Paul in Kirk and Tillock. Let's go to Easter Road. We've got breaking team news for Hibs against Rangers, so get your reaction in, please, Andrew McLean. Yeah, Paul Heckingbottom makes just the one change from that loss to Celtic last weekend and it's Vikinta Slivka that drops out and Stevie Mallon comes in. They'll line up in a 4-4-2. It's over Marciano in goal. The back four, David Gray, Darren McGregor, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. It's a diamond in midfield. Mark Milligan's at the base. Then Stefan Omeonga and Stevie Mallon in front of him. Darrell Horgan is the man in the number 10 role behind Florian Camberry and Mark McNulty. The substitutes, Dabrowski, Bartley, Mackey, Shaw, Murray, Allen and Bagirimana. As for Rangers, one change for them as well. A big team uses Ryan Jack makes it he starts tonight the change is at left back Borna Barisic 
he drops out of the squad altogether and it's Andy Halliday that comes in to replace him. So it's Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Joe Worrell and Andy Halliday. It's uh, Glenn Kamara, Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield in the midfield with Daniel Kandias on the right, Ryan Kent on the left and Alfredo Morelos up top. The substitutes, Fodringham, Katic, Flanagan, Davis, Koulibaly, McCrory and Defoe. The referee for this one is Stephen McLean and he has been out on the pitch with his officials so far but they didn't really seem to take any sort of notice of the condition of the pitch. They were just going around in the usual check of the, the nets and stuff like that so the game should be good to go. Derek Johnson, is that the team you'd have picked? Yeah, I think Andy Halliday has been exceptional this season when, he, when he's come in. Uh, I think Barisic is still trying to find his feet. He was he was injured for a while and hasn't really got up to speed at this moment in time. So I think when it, when you're looking at a battle there at Easter Road, I think Andy Halliday is, is the right man for that. And, and I think it's a, a solid Rangers side. I'm delighted that uh, Ryan Jack's in that midfield because that seems to be the three midfielders that he likes now and you know they've, they've got a good mixture Kamara I think has made a, a huge difference in the middle there so that's a very very solid mm. looking Rangers side and as I said earlier if they play the way they can then Rangers should win that game I mean, Hugh, I'm sure he is fit to play Ryan Jack but it's probably at that stage of the season as well where there's no real time for thinking okay you know we can sit him out of this one and we'll maybe <laughs> keep him you know we're in the business end we spoke about it on yeah. it Monday or Tuesday night 10 games to go no time for that sort of thing I honestly believe that Steven Gerrard would not have played him tonight Had there been the slightest doubt about his fitness Because the Aberdeen game is coming up on Tuesday night And Steven Gerrard recognises the importance of both league and cup So he's far too experienced a man, Steven Gerrard To have taken a 1% of a risk with Ryan Jack 0141-951-1025 We're going to speak to John Who's a Celtic fan On the line next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation You deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans And Derek Johnson Are here One hour Until kick-off In the capital Hibs against Rangers A quick refresher Of those teams Hibs go with Marciano and goal uh, A back four of Gray McGregor Hanlon and Stevenson Milligan Omionga Mallon And Horgan In midfield with Camberry and McNulty leading the attack. As for Rangers, McGregor in goals, a back four of Tavernier, Goldson, Worrell and Halliday. It's Kamara, Jack and Arfield in midfield, Kent and Candeus wide. And that man with the new contract today, Alfredo Morelos, leading the attack. Any thoughts ahead of that game? Get them into us, 0141 951 Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Still got plenty to get through though. So let's get straight back to it with John and Coatbridge. Hi, John. Hi Derek, Hugh, uh, Gordon. Hi John. Uh, no, I'm, I was listening to one of the boys earlier on, and actually, I nearly crashed the car. The guy's on about Morelos, twenty-five to thirty million. Now, I'm I'm not decrying the guy. The guy's a good player, right? But Derek, do you think one of these top teams in England or abroad are going to actually take a chance on this guy with the way his attitude is? I mean, his attitude, his astronics is unbelievable at times. And as I say, I'm not taking away. The guy's a good player. But to, to get him for that money, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to pay that money for him. And he gets away with a lot up here with referees, but he goes to a, a better league. Mm. He won't get away with half the stuff he gets away with. I just want to know what you think, Derek. Yeah. Do, do you know how many times he was sent off in Finland when he played there? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm, I don't follow Finnish yeah. football, Derek. Sorry. Well, he wasn't sent off once. I think he was booked right, once. So you're trying booked, to blame no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Since he's come to Scotland, we've got. Oh, a very well, I'm f- asking you then. Well, 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 if you would let me finish. I'm just trying to, to explain to you. He's he's come to a country where it is a very physical game, and it's something new to him. And 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 so far he can't really handle it. You know, if centre halves are, are off the ball doing things to him and everything else, it's, it's one of these things he reacts very quickly. 
it's for somebody that scored 20, was it 27? Did you say 20? Eight. 28 goals this season. I think clubs will look at him, not only clubs in England, I think clubs in Europe will look at him as well. And if they think they've got a coach or a manager that can control that side of them, then they'll have a gem. So yeah, I do think they will get big money for him. Hugh, I've never known anyone, well that's, that's a lie, but there's not been anyone in a long time who has divided opinion the way Alfredo Morelos does. If you speak to Rangers fans on the phone, they tell you he's picked on by referees yeah. and he gets... Harsh treatment John's a Celtic fan Who's telling us He gets away With murder <laughs> From referees Could it be That the truth is Right down the middle As it always is uh, <laughs> I, If I remember correctly Four red cards And 25 yellow cards Since signing for Rangers However The other stat 84 games 46 goals That's better than one In every two matches mm. So Stephen Gerrard himself has drawn attention to Morelos's uh, temperament or occasional lack of temperament. And he has said that it could hold him back at, from being a truly great player. So Stephen Gerrard acknowledges the existence of a problem and has tried his level best to get Morelos back onto an even keel. In the fullness of time, the penny will drop and he'll curb a lot of that stuff. He is, without doubt, capable of a higher level than than the Scottish mm. Premiership. And he is, without doubt, bound to get there one day. His, his teammates are helping him now, though, Hugh. You know, I think after a long, long time, and I've mentioned that a couple of times on the programme, I think any time you see him remotely get involved with any players, there's two or three over to him right away and dragging him out mm. the road. This is one of our wee games. When Moussa Dembele was at Celtic, the Rangers fans came on and said, ah, oh, he's not worth that money. And now that the Morelos Celtic did get £20 million For Moussa Dembele Now it's Morelos's turn And he's not worth that money either uh, John just to back up your theory a bit Because I mean I get where you're coming from With the disciplinary stuff Have you got any examples of, of that Holding a player back I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brains to think of guys Who have played on the edge And that stopped them getting moves Has is, is that ever happened before that you can think? Hello oh. Hi John have you got us? All right, sorry. No, I'm just saying, right, as I've said to you, Gordon, I, I, I think the guys are cracking players, right? But I, I blame, I mean, you're talking about managers, right? Gerard must take a part of the blame for that as well. If he's not, all right, maybe, I'm sure maybe he'll come back and say to me, Gerard's a rookie manager, right? Fair enough, right? But he must be sending him out as well with, with, with certain things to tell him to do and all that, right? And as I say, Derek's trying to say it as if he's, he's picked on me players. Obviously, if you're a good player, the best player in most teams will get picked on to try and it was supporting that Absolutely. and that's what they do to him maybe right. but he's, he's not a saint to sell and some of the things the guys get away with is unbelievable right and with Shoes coming there for the Moussa Dumbelli many goals is uh, would you call it Morelos scored against Celtic many goals is he scored in the Champions League I rest my case that's the difference well there is no difference mm. but Dumbelli was a first class player and has now gone to uh, bigger things in France Morelos is certainly capable of bigger things this is just a wee game that we play here As I say, it's a game for Celtic and Rangers supporters To run down the player at the rival club So Dembele went for £20 million And justifiably so Morelos will go for big money And justifiably so 0141 Let's speak to Craig Who's a Rangers fan in Yorker Hi Craig Alright guys <clears throat> Players are like hooshies They're worth whatever you're going to pay for them And at the end of the day Morelos, 41 games 28 goals, 14 assists. That's what they'll pay the money for. Yeah. Suarez has bit people eight times. Four of 
only really been highlighted, but he's bit people eight times, so... We're going, down really a, <laughs> we're going down a, a peculiar road here. Let's try and find psychopaths that we have known. Uh, so well, to, be, to be fair, Craig is just pointing out an well, example right, of no, a player who had right. a poor disciplinary yeah. record and it didn't stop him I getting know, a big move. Uh, and that's why we're in danger of going round and round in circles. Alfredo Morelos is a top-class player who will one day go for top-class money uh, like Moussa Dembele. But, but we're involved in this game of Oh he plays for Rangers Let's run him down mm. Or he plays for Celtic But Craig's not doing that down. To be fair Craig's a Rangers no, fan He's on defending but, but, but we have established yeah. That there have been players In the past Who have had Questionable temperaments in them And have moved on In spite of themselves At times We know all of this We're going round and round yeah. In circles And can I say Hugh You know We had a caller on earlier That said he had a £15 million Buyout clause Morelos at Rangers I've just made a couple Of phone calls Absolute rubbish No truth in that whatsoever Nothing Well I didn't say it Somebody else said it You can. It's much easier to blame you though I know, That's I know. Tough. Nobody's blaming you Shugs You never said it I am No problem I think it was you I think you put him up to it But the story is untrue uh, Craig what are you thinking ahead of tonight's game then You've heard the team news um, What are we about 50 minutes or so until kick off What are your thoughts Worried about the state of the pitch and the bob And then the air all night That's not going to look good for us I don't think do you think that plays into to Hibbs' hands, Craig? Is that what I you're saying? I think it does under under this new manager. He seems to like to play a bit of rough and tumbles. You know what I mean? So I recall the Rangers can do a bit of that, but they're not very good at getting a result when it comes to mm. that. I recall the television pictures from last Saturday night of the, the the rain howling against the floodlights at Easter Road. It was the same story, and the ball wasn't up in the air permanently then. Uh, so you know. We're at that stage of the season where it's nip and tuck. Rangers fans are desperate to send Celtic into tomorrow's match against Aberdeen, defending a, a five point and not an eight point lead. Uh, so I can understand that everyone's getting slightly twitchy now, but the conditions will be the same for both teams. Derek, when you look back at the previous game against. Hibs at Easter Road I think most people Most Rangers fans Were actually delighted With the performance yeah. And the result Couldn't quite match So I'm pretty sure Stephen Gerrard Would be more than willing To flip that in its head Not really care about How it gets done Just about getting it done But that's what it's all about It is all about Winning games now For Rangers You know If they're not playing Great football or anything else As long as you're picking up Three points Too many times This season When, when they say, well, we played well We're unlucky We've lost the goal In the 91st minute Lost the goal To equalise in Aberdeen in the 92nd minute it's all about winning these games. That's the important thing for fans as well. It's wonderful. See if you can play great stuff and win. Fantastic. But if you can't play well like conditions tonight, you go out, you roll the sleeves up and you do what you can to pick mm. up all three points. And Hugh Keevans, never let it be said that we don't get the outbreak of peace and harmony oh. every now and then. MC is on Twitter. Celtic fan. Yes. I hate to say it, but Morelos is a great striker. And the fact he's signed on is good for the Scottish League. Imagine we did still have Dembele here Some of the best young talents out there For acceptable prices On that note Before we start arguing again Let's do this <laughs> Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday
lot of speculation this morning about Motherwell's young winger Jake Hasty. Give us your thoughts on him, please. That's one that's coming up in the second hour. But before we do, beat the pundit time. What a way to round off your week, show off your footballing knowledge, get one over on Hugh or DJ, win a signed ball, and keep the bragging rights all week. It could be you, 01419511025. If you're going to call, do it quickly because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson are here on the night when Rangers go to Easter Road, 43 minutes away from kickoff, <laughs> if you want to be precise. So we'll continue to build up to that. And I want to hear from you, Motherwell fans, Rangers fans as well. Jake Hasty, he is the player of the month. And it looks like It's not set in stone But it looks like he could be A Rangers player Come the end of the season So get your thoughts in on that right now 01419511025 uh, We'll talk Jake Hasty after this Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday Wednesday and Saturday Beat the pundit time Just make sure you avoid the fate That Gordon DL suffered on Tuesday mm-hmm. A 5-2 defeat His biggest ever ah. And he's not quite over it yet So let's see if you can go one better Stephen is a Celtic fan on the line He's playing tonight Hi Stephen Hi Stephen Hi Stephen Do you fancy your chances against these two? Not really no not really. <laughs> right, He's giving that a go though I don't mind that That's fine Hedge you're up against Hugh And uh, Tails It'll be Derek Johnson and it is Tails DJ, get those headphones on properly please And I will give you some Clyde too And that way uh, He doesn't know what we are now saying Stephen So you've got 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Okay Which Kilmarnock player today signed a one year contract extension? Boyd Mark Roberts is the head coach of which Scottish League 2 team? Bad. What was the final score the last time Rangers faced Hibs? 0-0 which Edinburgh team did St Mirren beat 1-0 in the 2010 League Cup semis? Pass. Who are, who's bottom of the Scottish Premiership? None. What country does Nier Beaton play for? Brazil. Okay. DJ, are you with us? Gene lives on his... Oh, sorry. That's plenty. Oh. You ready? <clears throat> Alright, here we go. Which Kilmarnock players today signed a one-year contract extension? Pass. Mark Roberts is the head coach of which Scottish League 2 team? Pass. What was the final score the last time Rangers faced Hibs? One each. Which Edinburgh team did St Mirren beat 1-0 in the 2010 League Cup semis? Hearts. Who are bottom of the Scottish Premiership? St Mirren. What country does Nier Beaton play for? Pass. Who was the Kilmarnock manager prior to Lee McCulloch? Oh, English bloke, Geordie. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your attempt at his name When he said Jordy uh, Right you've heard the competition well, that'll, be, that'll be Lee Clark Lee then. Clark That's yeah. who it is yes Are you feeling any Any better Having heard Derek's attempt I feel a bit better now right, well, Good we'll go I'm beat then That's it um, Right The first question a Bit of a steward's inquiry I think into this one oh, Maybe no. Maybe Which Kilmarnock player Has signed a one year Contract extension Stephen said Boyd It is Boyd I mean he didn't the other he didn't Boyd. specify which one I think I'll give him it I feel Feeling oh, generous so Boyd, On a Friday so night the same names I. So you, well, you, you knew it was Scott Boyd anyway Didn't you Stephen? Of course There we uh, go. go He's a man of his word Stewart's in quiet 1-0 Mark Roberts is the head coach Of which League 2 team? It's Queen's Park Queen's Park so There we go no, no, no. The final score The last time Rangers faced Hibs It was 1-0 DJ one well done So DJ equalises 
Um, one each Derek then goes one in front Because the Edinburgh team The St Mirren beat 1-0 in the 2010 League Cup semis Was Hearts of course So it's 2-1 Derek Johnson It then goes 3-2 Derek Johnson Because St Mirren are bottom And you both got that right What country does near Beaton play for? It's Israel Stephen Israel. got it oh, Derek well didn't Equaliser uh, and on to the last question Who was the Kilmarnock manager Prior to Lee McCulloch Geordie English Geordie uh, Surely Lee Clark Everybody knew It was Lee Clark So I'm afraid It's a tiebreaker A tiebreaker mm, Tiebreaker last week It was five each wasn't So it, it was yeah. yeah He's a draw specialist Stephen I'm going to ask the question I'll get Derek to write his answer down And I'll then invite you To give me your attempt Okay Okay Here's the question DJ And Stephen How many goals Has Scott Brown scored For Celtic how many goals has Scott Brown scored for Celtic? He's obviously not prolific, but he's been there a long time. So, Derek, give me your answer, please. Show me your bit of paper. Okay, Stephen, what would you go for? Five. Stephen's gone for five. Derek has gone for? 35. The answer is 40. So oh, Derek Johnson. Yes, a penalty shoot right in the corner. Derek Johnson yes. has pipped it. Well done. Hard line, Stephen. Hard line, Stephen. Good okay. battle son Good battle I'm just going to look that up again Just It seems an awful lot Doesn't it But No he's been there what 10 years Longer 12 yeah. I think Well see that's an average of 4 Yeah 4 a season No of course it is it's And the producer reliably informs me That you were facing A third defeat in a row I think But you've You've rescued it you Stepped back. up when it mattered I'm on form now Still got that, that Big game mentality There we go Okay 01419511025 Building up to kick off At Easter Road Covering off all the other Big talking points Get your thoughts in Or send us a tweet At Clyde SSB Let's talk Jake Hasty Because Stephen Robinson Says Motherwell are going to do Everything they can To hold on to him He's the Premiership Player of the Month By the way after netting six goals in eight games Widespread reports that he's going to be a Rangers player When his contract runs out at the end of the season Here's what Stephen Robinson had to say Jake's got a decision to make We do our very best with it You know, we can't pull money out of nowhere What we do is We try and convince him We're very honest with people You know, and, and Jake's very appreciative of that there And it's up to him It's it's a, it's tough decisions for young boys But um, we're doing our very best with it we're, we're giving him game time And he's doing very well for the football club At this moment in time So that has to be our main focus we have to focus on the, the game coming up tomorrow, which is a real difficult fixture for us. And, and the, the next remaining nine, ten games of the season, it was a decision to put Jake out and long we felt game time. Um, he trained with us every day. I think that's a, the bit people have missed. He was with us still every day, which is a real benefit to us. And, and for a play, you know, he went away, he got really fit, a lot stronger, and he came back a different boy pre-season. We felt putting him out would be would be best for all parties, and it was. Alaba were excellent with him. And he's got his just rewards. You know, he's got his just rewards in terms of his application. An example to all the young players, as is Alan Campbell, Chris Cadden, David Turnbull, James Scott now as well. You know, if you work hard at this football club, you're going to get chances in. And Jake's grabbed it with both hands. Motherwell fans, what do you make of potentially losing him to Rangers, amongst other clubs who are interested in Rangers fans? Is that one you think that would excite you? One that would improve your team? Let's hear from you. 0141 Well, Rangers' interest has been flagged up. But as you say, there are others and it's not unusual in football for an 11th hour capture or two to be made. Um, obviously, two months ago, Jake Hasty was in and out of the Aloha team. Therefore, he has made an, an impact on people in a very short space of time. One thing that characterises Stephen Gerrard's time at Rangers, he does like Scottish players. You know, when you think of uh, Graham Dorans, who's been out for a while and is on his way back Jamie Murphy These were signed before him of course but, yeah, but 
Arfield, Ryan Jack, you know, he, Andy Halliday, he, mm-hmm. he he does like his core of Scots there. Uh, and Jake Hasty would uh, fit the bill even more so if Ryan Kent does go back to Anfield. Uh, there'd be a, a vacancy there. So, yeah, it would be a, a, a huge move for someone as young as Jake Hasty and as inexperienced as Jake Hasty. Where would they fit into a Rangers team, Derek? Well, it's difficult. I mean, let's see him get there first. But I, I understand where you're coming from. And I think I'd never really heard of him, to be perfectly honest. And the you know, greatest respect to him. And watching the, the, the television on the Sunday, watching the, the highlights of the Motherwell games, and I watched the two games that he scored, playing wide right and coming inside and hitting two screamers that the goalkeeper never had a sniff from. I went, who the heck is this? This young lad. And I realised he was just a, a young lad who'd been out on loan eight weeks previous, mm-hmm. you see, at Alloa. But he certainly looks apart. And, and with Rangers, probably going to lose Ryan Kent because, I mean, if, if he, even if he want, they want to buy him, it's going to cost him two or three million or whatever. Do, would Rangers do that? They love their wingers. Steven Gerrard loves his wingers. They loves a wide player that could score goals. So I can understand why he is interested. But if there are a few teams in Scotland, Celtic after him as well, and there are a couple of English teams, I think the manager's right. He's got a decision to make. Alec is a Motherwell fan. What did you make of that news today, Alec? Well, it wasn't unexpected that the Hugh and Derek have just answered what I was going to ask. They must be psychic. No, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely away. It's just, I just don't think it's right. I know it's been on through a time that when a young boy, any other team in Scotland shines, Rangers and Celtic come along and just snatch him away and then the club get a pittance for all the hard work they've put into that boy. And when they go to these big clubs, no, I'm not saying all the players, but most of them to me just go there to sit on the bench. They don't, they Again, maybe ruin them is I, I can't remember what it's maybe too hard on them, but mm. there's been numerous players over the years have went to Celtic and Rangers. They've been great for the club. You go to Celtic and Rangers, and you don't get a game. But but that's the that's the gamble. The that's the gamble you take. You know, you you go to these these clubs, and and if you're good enough, you'll get a game. It's as simple as that. It's down to yourself. I mean, I don't think as a young lad they're going to go into a big club as in, you know Rangers or Celtic and getting the first team right away. They'll be in there. They'll be assessed. You know they'll figure out well is he is he going to play every game? Do we farm him out to an Aberdeen or a Dundee United or something? You know a big club just to see what he's like rather than lowering it to to uh, and the greatest respect to Alloa. You know get him playing in the bigger leagues to see what he can do. So it's a gamble and of course you're, you're you're going there to play for a big club. You'll be having more money. You know everything's there for you as a youngster. Listen, you can get a bad injury and can be out of the game. That's why at times youngsters like that, if something comes along, I think you've got to grab it with both hands. You always see a difference, Hugh, depending where you view this from. Alec and many fans like him will say, you know, what is the point? It's too early. Stay at Motherwell, get fifty games, get a hundred games under your belt, then you're in a better position to move and, and and go and try and impact the club. But then at the same time You put yourself in the player's shoes He's 19 years of age He's probably not on A great wage At Motherwell Let's be honest That's just the way of the world And he gets a potentially Life-changing opportunity Put in front of him So This is the story of Scottish football And I don't know how old Alec is But You know You go back to Brian McClear Who However many years ago 20 odd years ago Left Motherwell uh, And went to (sighs) Celtic 20 30 is it? 30 (laughs) I'd say, you're, I'd say you've missed out a few But on, I, on you I, go I was at the tribunal hearing as well In Manchester <laughs> But I can't remember how many years it was uh, Brian McClare Scott McDonald Phil O'Donnell You know it's Stephen just a, Pearson Yeah it's just the story of Scottish football And Motherwell are in a situation where If 
Jake Hasty did go to a club in England and it mm. was an out and out transfer fee, they're in a position where they, they have to pay well, money back to well, their former owner. Yeah, I mean the com- the compensation would be such that you know Jake Hasty's been a Muddle player since he was nine. So if it was a cross border move to England or elsewhere, Muddle would be getting a, a guaranteed compensation fee. I don't really know exactly. You're looking at around four hundred thousand, maybe approaching four hundred thousand, uh, because it's a move. If, by the way, let's stress that if it was a move to Rangers in the same country, it's not quite set in stone. Uh, but Motherwell fairly well protected. Hugh, they take in factors such as. Um, you know the games he's played for the first team interest from other clubs, which yeah. th- there is a lot of international recognition. He's just been called up to the Scotland Under Twenty One squad, um, so Motherwell are still looking at a relatively good compensation. So yeah, Alec, is that, does that not make yeah. you feel any better, Alec? Not really. No, I mean because all you're doing is it's these pre-contract agreements. That I don't, I don't agree with as well. No, I mean I, I hope uh, if it does come true and he is going to go to Rangers and uh, there is a pre-contract, I just hope Mullow fans <coughs> uh, give the boy a break and don't don't boo him or or slag him off for it. It is, I can understand, it is going to bet so, but it comes to, uh, to me, it comes down to money. That's the other down. dynamic though Hugh Isn't it about this pre-contract We've seen it before We spoke about it with Jordan Jones Just yeah. a couple of weeks yeah. ago That then you know puts the player in a bit of a position How the fans react and, and so on but If it does come down to money Then you know if, if Alec had a son I don't know his family circumstances But if Alec had a son And his boy get the chance to go to a real big job For good money Then that's the way life operates. Yeah. You know, you can big money up. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you like then. But that, but Jake Casey uh, will want to make the move either to Rangers or anywhere else. Motherwell will be getting a fair level of compensation given that eight weeks ago Jake Casey was in and out of the Aloe Athletic team, uh, and whoever takes him will be indulging in an element of risk because he's he's had his purple patch. Uh, and I hope he goes on and has a long and successful career But there's an element mm. of risk attached yeah, to absolutely. taking Jake Hasty right now So for me, all parties are winners here Mother will get some money which they need Jake Hasty improves his career prospects Which he wants uh, so I don't see any losers here And I think Motherwell fans will probably be A bit anxious because they think Well if we had them tied up in a contract We could yeah. sell them for a bigger fee And therefore it's more money As you touched on Hugh There's a there's a, a, a bit of a theory I have Could be wrong But I think it's publicly It's known that any transfer fees Motherwell will receive Part of that has to go to, to John Boyle And yeah. Les Hutchison as, as part of historic deals yeah. With the former owners um, I'm not sure if that also applies to training compensation fees So you could actually mm. I stress Could actually be in a situation Where Motherwell As it, you know In terms of the money They take in to the club Make more Out of a compensation yeah. fee Than they but, would a transfer but, but, fee But Motherwell gambled As well Gordon Because when his contract's up I mean, When he's got a year left On his contract They've obviously sent him out Just to see what how he's done And they've brought him back And he's done really well For himself mm-hmm. So they've gambled We don't want to give him it now Just in case he doesn't really make it And all of a mm-hmm. sudden He's had four or five great games Scored two incredible goals And clubs want him now Yeah that's that's the thing Hugh You can ima- you can understand why Some other fans would think Oh you know Frustrated we don't have him Tied down in a contract But you know As Derek says Eight weeks ago He's in and out the yeah. Aloha team He's had a great impact But would would anyone have offered him a new contract back then? Probably no, not. That's no. the that's the harsh truth of it. And you know, sometimes players just emerge very quickly. Yeah, Motherwell are a community club. 
and they've unearthed a wee gem here. So, if, like all gems, there's a bit of money there, uh, they have to take it. Even Celtic, who have more money than anyone else in this country, have a philosophy where you buy them small, you sell them big. Just the way we are. Let's get the thoughts of Rob, who's a Rangers fan in Kilmarnock. Rob, Jake Hasty, is that one you'd like to see come to your club? Evening, Gordon. Evening, Chug and DJ. Yeah, I think it's a good bit of business. Um, as I was saying to the producer there, that if you take the Morella situation and um, Hugh just mentioned it there, we as Rangers need to get into an ethos of buying these players at two, three, four hundred thousand pounds, keeping them for one or two seasons, moving them on. First and foremost, Rangers are a football club, but secondly, they're a business, and a business has to stay afloat, and a business needs to run a business as it would do. Morellis, as I would love to see him stay, but for me personally, I'd let him go in the summer. Get 15, get £20 million, invest that into the club moving forward over the next two or three uh, seasons. Celtic's done that year on and year out. Van Dijk, other players, to go down south and they also attract that sell-on clause as well. Van Dijk, I think, quantified that. Bringing these players into the Rangers team, as the DJ and Suggs uh, said earlier on, while we've got Steven Gerrard, we are attracting a higher calibre of player. Celtic done that with Brendan Rodgers. He's now moved on. It'll be interesting to see the next kind of 12, 18 months over the next two transfer windows, the type of calibre of player that they'll attract. The same when Gerard eventually moves on, the type of player that we'll attract. But who would you, who would you include in that, Rob? Hard. Rob, who would you include in that? Do you mean, you know, Ryan Kent? Do you mean the four guys like that? You got any yeah, specifics? We would do. Let's be honest. You've got um, previous managers, Kishinya. Could you have seen Kishinya strike a deal for Defoe? The answer to that is plainly. No. So therefore we're attracting both Rangers and Celtic With Rodgers and Gerrard We are attracting and did attract a higher calibre of player At Scottish football You're and giving me interesting to see how it moves forward over the next season or two Rob, if... Rob you're giving me the chance to get one back at this young whippersnapper here I said earlier in the programme that I think It's more important that Rangers hold on to Stephen Gerrard <laughs> Than it is Alfredo Morelos I disagree, I'm here to ask you questions Because of the calibre of player he might bring to uh, The calibre of player who will be attracted to Rangers Because of Stephen Gerrard Do you agree? Absolutely, yeah I mean, could you have seen You know, Kishinia sitting on the table Bringing in Defoe Of his quality Or is it Stephen Gerrard too? Yeah, listen, there were players There were teammates There's that attraction there He sold it Now Defoe could have come up and said You know what, Stephen This isn't for me it's a good club, it's a big club, but it's not the club I'm going to you know, have a, a, an 18-month contract at. I couldn't have seen Kishinia striking or bothering mm-hmm. in a deal like that, nor the Rangers board. So whilst we've got Gerard, let's get these players in. Gerard's going to go, let's let's put the cards on the table. Gerard's not going to be there for three, four, five seasons. He's going to move on to something bigger mm-hmm. and better. The players that we need to get at the moment, and DJ, you maybe agree or disagree, 80s and 70s players... The loyalty they've got for the club is no longer there. These players are coming to our country to make a quick buck at Rangers and Celtic and move on to the English Premier League where they think they're going to get mm-hmm. higher wages. So your loyalty to Rangers and Billy McNeil and the Lisbon, that's all gone now. So whilst we've got it, take it, bag it and make as much money mm-hmm. as we can. Purely for troublemaking purposes then, Hugh Keevens, I'll yes. bite. Who's a better Rangers player, Alfredo Morelos or Jermaine Defoe? Uh, Morelos. And which Rangers manager attracted him? Kishinia. Great, we'll leave that one there On Twitter and Clyde SSB Katic says Hasty is wanted there to take over from Candace Candace is 31 years old Hasty is a good replacement The full-time teaser tonight oh. Is a bit trickier than what I would usually oh. give you to on a Friday What do you mean a bit trickier? Yeah, I think, it's, I, think it's more, I think it's even harder You'll find out next 
£35,119.45. You're the biggest winner ever! That is amazing. It's £27,018.83. You have won! The Cash Register. Win big cash every day. The Cash Register is back. Monday morning at 8. Clyde won. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's time for Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson to tackle the full-time teaser. I must admit, I like to dig out the easy ones for these two. And this one's a, oh, it's a bit trickier than the one I usually give you. But here we go. Robert McLean sent it in to fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's fulltime at Clyde1.com. So get your questions in. Tonight, we're looking for 10 Scottish managers Who've managed in the English Premier League But for fewer than 50 games So 10 Scottish managers Who've managed in the English Premier League But for fewer than 50 games So don't give me your Sir Alex's Or your no, Soonis's no, no, no. Or anything like that Johnny Collins mm, No Don't think he's ever managed in that league has he? No Billy Davies Yes Billy Davies I think it was 14 games for Derby what about According to Robert anyway What about Jim Jeffries? Yes oh, DJ oh. Tell you what Bradford 24 games yeah. In the 2000-2001 season right. 2 of 10 Only Quirrell? No um, No Oh Stuart McCall? Nope No Right Right, we're going above it now <laughs> That you run out already? Two. That's not a bad start. Oh, yeah. It's a tough question. Right, you can play along on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Ten Scottish managers who've managed in the English Premier League, but for fewer than 50 games. Billy Davis is one of them. And what was the other one you said? Jim Jeffries was the other. Uh, Hugh, we're already underway in the Championship tonight. Falkirk nil, Air nil. About oh. 25 minutes or so on the clock in that one. Um, like we said, business end for everyone. So big games all across this weekend. Stretched yeah. from Friday to Monday. Tonight... You know, you get Falkirk down at the the troublesome end, uh, and Air need a result. Uh, the the promotion race the for them is slightly yeah. faltered, yeah. Uh, so they need a, a result which would take them back onto the same. A, a win takes them back onto the same number of points as Dundee United. So, uh, big big game for oh, Ian McCall. Dundee United tomorrow at Firhill. Yeah, that's a, big that's game a that again. That's a good thing about at this time of the season when the fixtures are spread out. Mm. If you are Rivals of Rangers and Hibs You watch it tonight And you think Alright what does that mean For us tomorrow What do yeah, we need to yeah, do To yeah. improve our position Similarly Falkirk I'm sure the Partick Thistle fans Will have one eye on that one tonight yeah. And then they need to try And go and do their part tomorrow They won't be watching The Rangers Hibs game That's for sure You can switch over <laughs> After it's done The kickoffs are slightly staggered So there we go 01419511025 That's the number You need to get in touch You want to give me anything else Before I move on No I'll move on <laughs> You sure? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, let's speak to Mario in Stirling. Hi, Mario. Hi there, boys. How's, how's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Mario. Hi, super. Good. good. Um, been listening to the show quite regular now. I like the debate between about the Morales thing. I mean, it's you boys know it's at the end of the day, it's the person that scores the goals, is the top goal scorer who's done well all season. Now, whether they get ten or fifteen million for Morales, is it's what again? It's what. An English team value your mat, but the point is, if if they don't if they don't get Rangers don't get the the, the money they're looking for, but Morelis is get offered forty thousand pound a week, say for example, and he doesn't get to move because the, the transfer fee is not big enough. 
you think there's a possibility that he might just take the off and not play as well as he's been playing deliberately? No, I mean, I mean the, the transfer negotiations are a long and tortuous business, and everyone goes through the reward dance. Uh, but at the end of the day, if someone is willing to pay. Let's say for the sake of conversation, fifteen million pounds for you, then they understand that they have to pay a wage that is commensurate with a fifteen million pound player. That's the word of the night, I would say. Yeah. What was that? Give us it again. Commensurate with. Yeah. That's two. That's two words, but commensurate. I like that. Half past seven on a Friday. And I I don't see. You know, I I wouldn't like to be the guy that uh, wouldn't play. For Steven Gerrard You know I think You know He's not he's it, it depends on what's in his head I mean nobody knows Nobody knows the player Only he knows And his family knows What he's like Whether he goes in the huff or not I've, I've no idea I've never really Sat down and spoke to him He doesn't speak all that much English we'll have to say But no I would like to think If it doesn't happen for him uh, In the summer I think I think you'll be happy to play at least another year, and if he and if he scores the same amount of goals, then there's every chance he can go the following. <laughs> you're you're left to second guess you because he's it, three contract extensions. You would imagine that within that there is a conversation which says, you know, you're here, we want to keep you. If a suitable bid comes in, we let you yeah. go. Blah blah blah. And um, then we're back to the whole Musa Dembele situation. Yeah, where he he had his he parting shot, didn't yeah. he? When uh, yeah. But when, Bre- when Brendan Rodgers left Yeah uh, But Brendan Rodgers knew that To keep him Would be a waste of time Because he would be A disruptive influence In the dressing room yeah. So Celtic got rid of him And were handsomely recompensed uh, You know you, you, You'll have things like uh, Olivier and Sham Wanted to go to Porto uh, And Celtic said No we can't let you go right now um, Dedrick Boyata wanted out And Celtic again said No Not right now so sometimes players have to bite the bullet. We, under freedom of contract, have accepted that players have the whip hand for the most part. But sometimes the club, when you're on a contract that they can hold mm. you to, they will do so. And in fairness, it seems like we're getting way ahead of ourselves now. We've got an opener at Falkirk, Derek Johnson. It looks like a, a screamer. It's probably a cross, to it's, be fair. It's a cross. It's, jo- it's, it's Jordan McGee, the he's, former Hearts player, the, right the Falkirk and, captain. And, and I think Rudden's at the back post and he's tried to just <laughs> dink over the centre-back for Rudden to head in and he mishit it basically and it's gone about two or three yards further forward and the goalkeeper's been caught out and it goes over his head and a fluke. Mm. But I still think the goalkeeper should have done a wee bit better. I happen to know some of Jordan McGee's family, Hugh. They'll be going daft, nevertheless, oh. at that. It ended up in the back of the net and uh, Falkirk lead air by Take one Take it every day of the week. Take it every day of the week. Well, you know, as I say, it's an important night for the United If they want to go on the same points as Dundee United, they need to win But have they faltered now? Has the, the, the promotion challenge started to diminish? Uh, 01419511025, thank you to Mario in Stirling Hugh is a Motherwell fan in Lanark, hi Hugh Good evening Gordon, how are you? I'm not too bad, what's your take on this Jake Hasty business? Uh, hello, hello Hugh and hello uh, Derek as well Hi Hugh um, Hi Hugh Jake Jake Hasty, you can look at this from a personal point of view, a van's point of view, or a normal human being's point of view. If somebody offered you more money and a different job, you go. So that that's the situation you look at. Realistic terms, as a supporter and a fan of Mullow, a season ticket holder, uh, Jake Hasty's one of the players, especially in the last few weeks or so, who's come in and he's, you've obviously seen it as well, set the world on fire, no fear in the guy. Uh, which is great to see, loves attacking, as soon as the ball's at his feet, 
he gets the fans off his, off their seats, and that's brilliant to see, especially obviously beginning of the season, what happened. So we've equated more points in the last six games than we did all season. So that, that it goes to show he's made a major impact. Uh, but that's obviously down to Turnbull as well coming into the team. Alan Campbell, I've said for years on this show as well, that he'll be our biggest loss in midfield. But in the JK state, personally, I would like to see him staying, even for another year, another six months, even till January transfer window next year, get him maybe a bit more experience. I just think moving on at this time, or during the summer, it might not be the best opportunity with him because he might get farmed out at Rangers. You go look at the players Rangers are going to have. They've got Middleton, they've got Candias, he might move on. They've got Jamie Murphy coming back, and they've got Jordan Jones. Where does he fit in in those four players that's going to be there? I understand that the logic and reason behind what you're saying. However, football players always, at the back of their mind, think this chance might never come again for me. They also back themselves, don't they? And they yeah. think, I can get into that team. Yeah. And, you know, he will take the chance. And you hit the nail on your head, Hugh, um, by saying that, you know, it's his career. And he wants to take his career to the highest level he possibly can. And wherever he goes, uh, you know, it will be a step up from Motherwell. And even when you get to Celtic or Rangers, players today are still not finished. You know, the Odson Edward cost Celtic £9 million. He'll be thinking he can go somewhere in the fullness of time. Even though he cost Celtic £9 million, he'll be thinking, I can go and Celtic can get even more money. So everyone has an idea of what the pinnacle of their achievement should be. Uh, and Jake Hasty will definitely see a move out of Motherwell as taking him, a, wherever he goes, a step in the right direction Hugh your previous Motherwell uh, fan Who was on Was talking about You know nothing's done yet He's still a Motherwell player He hasn't signed yeah. for anyone And therefore he hopes He gets a, a good reception tomorrow How important is that? That's uh, correct Because as I said Obviously uh, producer That nothing's been put out By either club to say We've signed him And he's here so And tell us in black and white Because obviously The, the newspaper that reported it I'm not going to say that A lot of people call them but I don't believe a word They obviously say they like to obviously upset, in my personal opinion, they like to upset the more provincial clubs in the league. Um, so that, that's my point of view on that. But yes, he is right. Mm. I do hope the fans obviously get behind him because at the end of the day, he's still a Mullow player. Uh, big game tomorrow. And my personal opinion is he will start and he will rip Hamilton shreds with his pace. He's, he's that quick. You've seen the goal a few weeks ago that Gillespie caught it and just put it out to Hasty and he's up, up the part of scores. Um, so Hugh, Hugh can I ask you a, a question As a, one of these terrible media men uh, To a supporter uh, Why would people boom? Why? Hugh, on a personal point of view I don't, I, I wouldn't boo a player Even if Even I know, when Pearson moved And everybody else the things like that, the players I don't understand why you boo him Because at the end of the day You've even said it yourself And I've said it it's a short career footballers have got. So if he's wanting to go and move on, in my position at the minute, I've moved the firm. I worked with one courier firm to the other one, another one wanted me back, and I told him straight, he can't afford me. And they can. No, I did I assist one of the managers, and I showed one of the managers my wage slip, he went, no, you're right, we can't afford it. You know, so the, world's a, the world's a different place now. I remember Joe Wark who was at Motherwell from start to finish. And Joe played hundreds of games for Motherwell and I'm sure he enjoyed what each and every one of them. What a hardy player he yeah. was. Many times played against but him. But the days of Joe Wark, 
a long gone And now players want to further their career And mm. as quickly as possible So does anyone really and truly believe That Jake Hasty or Alan Campbell Or anybody else of the young mob at Motherwell Are of a mind to stay at Motherwell And do a dual work Not one of them Not ever Not now Not in this life Not in the next I mean for what it's worth Just talking about the story There is There is Quite a a large element of truth in it So it's not as if It's it's not made up stuff um, But Motherwell haven't given up On keeping hold of them So that's where we are at the moment See see, see, the the bonus for every club is He's allowed to talk to teams Because he's he's, he's in the last year of his contract It's it's after January Mm -hmm. So his agent can do all the talking for him Whoever he is So there'll be plenty of clubs interested Talk to him He's also been speaking to us He didn't say much on the subject But here we go Jake Hasty Since coming back from Allah on loan Gaffer's given me a chance And I just need to keep repaying him Every time I step on Onto the park That's all speculation My main focus is the game tomorrow I just focus on my football And I'm just enjoying my football And that's the main thing It's been a crazy few months Especially coming back for Allah I thought I'd had to bide my time a wee bit But I've come into the team As I said the gaffer's given my chance And I just need to keep repaying him every week I think they call that Keeping your cards close to your chest Hugh Well he said all the right things The yeah. diplomatic things uh, But to say Anyone who boos him tomorrow Needs to have a yeah. think about it yeah. You know I mean the, He's if he goes somewhere else He's furthering his career What is wrong with that? Thank you to the other Hugh The one in Lanark It's still 1-0 to Falkirk What about this teaser? 10 Scottish managers Who've managed in the English Premier League But for fewer than 50 games So Billy Davis is one Jim Jeffries is another This is Robert McLean Who sent the question in Really toiling Yeah it's tough Really toiling This is a hard one This, mm-hmm. this is the hardest one Normally we'll get three or four I mean, but Don't get me wrong you'd, think. You'll definitely know Most of the names yeah, Um did Richard go off to it? Nope Let's think out loud together then What else? What, what sort of road are you going down? I'll, I'll I'll help you Player manager No, I mean The most recent one Has a connection to that fixture That Hugh was talking about tomorrow mm, I like Neil I like Neil mm-hmm. 38 games for Norwich Okay, I'll give you some thinking time You've got three of ten Kick off at Easter Road And maybe the answers to the teaser are next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Let's get a very quick recap of teams from Andrew McLean Yeah, it's filling up nicely here at Easter Road I think the, some supporters have maybe been put off by the weather Definitely not the best conditions here The pitch has suffered as a result So there could well be less passing than DJ on Beat the Pundit earlier on in this one There's one change for Hibs in this one Slivka out, Malin in It's Marciano in goal A back four of Gray, McGregor, Hanlon and Stevenson The midfield diamond, Milligan, Omionga, Malin and Horgan With Camberry and McNulty The strike force for Rangers One change for them as well Borna Barisic drops out Andy Halliday comes in Alan McGregor in goal A back four of Tavernier, Golton, Worrell and Halliday The midfield, Glenn Kamara, Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield With Candace and Kent either side of Morelos Just about to kick off here at Easter Road The referee for this one is Stephen McLean Come on in Hugh Keevans Let's get the weekend truly started Your prediction? Um, I'm going 2-0 Rangers Derek Johnson I think Rangers might drop a point there tonight. No. I've just got a wee feeling Only dropping one But the head saying Rangers one. are going to win <laughs> Narrow then? 1-0? Oh no, narrow Don't have many goals in it 
Right, okay. We'll stick you down for a 1 0. Jordan McGee has scored again. He's well, all that, of a sudden. That was a better goal. A better a goal strike with a goalkeeper again, I've got to look at. The right back is on a hat trick inside <laughs> the first half. It's Falkirk 2, Air United 0, Hugh Keevens. I don't think there's any doubt he certainly meant that one. Oh, yeah, it's a terrific goal. Um, the wheels have come off for Air United. Mm. Uh, they would have to produce some performance now to salvage anything out of this night, I think. And Gary Caldwell, Hugh, he's there He's sitting in the stand Oh, is here United oh, almost pull one back Gary Caldwell's watching it Knowing yeah. fine well that If it stays this way All that means Is there's even more pressure As if he needed it on his Partick Thistle players tomorrow Yeah, and if we get Dundee United With the bit between their teeth Looking at uh, Winning this league And coming up to the top flight For the first time in a few years uh, But Partick Thistle got an amazing draw against Hearts Having taken an absolute mm. pounding in the cup on Monday night they, they got a draw out of it So they'll go into it with reasonable mm. heart No but that's one Gary Caldwell no Is he not one of our Ooh, managers? No he's not no, So quickly stop. Looking for 10 Scottish managers Who've managed in the English Premier League But for fewer than 50 games You've got Billy Davis Alex Neil, And Jim Jeffries Malky Mackay Yes What about... Mark McGee Yes Ooh. Leicester back in the mid-90s Five to go You're halfway there Let's speak to Brian in Moss Park Hi Brian Hi good evening lads It's just a point I came to your last point It was about uh, Just loyalty I worked for a company called Mary I'm out to the football point Very quickly Just I worked for a company called Mary's Meals And by and large Most staff work there Not because of money Because of their philosophy And I think that philosophy Was akin to people like Stephen Gerrard at Liverpool Kieran Tierney at Celtic Paul McStay and other players like that. And it's not just all about money It's just about the club And how much I love it Well I'll, I'll hit you back With uh, Brendan Rodgers He told everybody About his love for Celtic And then the When the season got To the business end As we call it He left To go and work for somebody else So uh, Loyalty in football is not necessarily a prerequisite. There are, you I'd love to come back you to, back to that point. I actually met you last week, a couple of weeks ago. I'd love to come back to that point. There you go. There you go. As I said, you, it's not everybody. I just mentioned four names. There's not a hundred names out there. There's four names, four people like that. I'm, I'm sure there's men's esteem as you had at Liverpool. I'm sure there's Rangers players as well mm. who I cannot the men's uh, name offhand. But it's a, a very small band. So like people that will do that. So there are people whose loyalty is more than life and money. Yeah, I think you're right, Brian. Brian, I, I agree with that, and I always think these things are relative. However, let's let's not kid ourselves. If you're talking about making a living and you're talking about earning enough before you're 33, 34 to last you a lifetime, Stephen Gerrard can do that at Liverpool. Jake Hasty can't do that at Motherwell. Um, agreed, but it's still. He's going to prove himself a good player. He's going to move on to somewhere better. He's just going to prove himself. One of those get a great setup as far as I believe. Think he'll get a great scouting setup, great coaches setup, and he'll go on. I mean, my God, lots of many players. Man, Paul Lambert. Where did he come from? Yeah, but you listen. You're making a a point which you know no one's denying that there are more important things in life than money, uh, and that you know we we have to keep football in perspective. However, it is professional football. People are in it to make money And in a short space of time If you are so inclined As to stay with one club for all of your career That is your prerogative But believe me That player more or less Does not exist anymore Uh, And players are in it for the money for the move to the biggest club they can reach They have have to make the majority of money Before they're they're 33, Hugh 
you know, football yeah, so basically. It, you know, if you if if you want a football, I mean, some of them can go on to be coaches and managers, accept that. But the majority of your money is made, and you've got to make as much as you can in that maybe 10, 12 years that you've got. If you said to me that some players who earn thirty, forty thousand pounds a week uh, should be making a donation to Mary's Meals, which is a wonderful cause, then yeah, absolutely, they could always give some of their money. But you cannot deny them the opportunity to make that money at, in the first instance. I, I, I think when you look back, Stephen Naismith, does he not at Christmas time he puts on food for, yeah, for I mean, the there, there are many good There are loads of footballers do that. Andrew, yeah. Andrew Robertson is famous on Merseyside now for the work he does yeah. uh, in that regard with food banks and so on and so forth. There are people out there who do lend a hand. Of course there are. Are there players who could do more to help? Of course there are. But... To deny them the right to make as much money as possible is simply not on. Thanks to Brian and Moss Park. It's half time between Falkirk and Air 2 0 to Falkirk. Four and a half minutes in, Hibs against Rangers, goalless. What have you made of it so far, Derek? It's been decent. There have been no clear cut chances, but Rangers certainly seen plenty of the ball. You know, and we thought the pitch was going to be really heavy in it, and it certainly does look heavy. There's, you can see the rain there, but certainly the ball's not in the air an awful lot, as, as was suggested before. The ball's certainly on the deck. Both sides trying to knock it about. Anything we can read into it yet, Hugh? It's a bit early. No, isn't it? no, no nothing at all. You know, um, other than the Rangers are wearing blue shorts, and you don't always see that. That well, was the only thing I noticed when I looked up. Yeah, it looks quite striking. Um, so uh, the shorts wouldn't necessarily get the three points, but the, the, <laughs> uh, but the, as you said, Gordon, it's too early to. Draw any conclusions From what we've seen so far Yeah Canberry's bustling around Trying to make something happen He's yeah. claiming for a handball Off James Tavernier Referee Stephen McLean's Not having it um, what, But Hibbs do win it back And then lose it again Certainly Arfield Is the man that's getting Forward from midfield You know to help out uh, Morelos when he's up there He's bursting a gut To get there but you know, there's going to be. I don't. There's going to be a lot of goals in tonight's game. Even just watching us for the mm. first five minutes or so, both defences very, very tight indeed. Well, it might change. If somebody scores, then the other team's going to have to open up. But we'll see. Let's hear a bit more from some of the managers ahead of tomorrow. Then Derek McInnes going to Celtic Park. Probably score one more goal than them would be the, the, the easy, simplistic way. It's try to get the balance right between defending and attacking. You know, we recognise that when you play the better teams, and Celtic being one of those is. You know, you've got to try and make sure you nullify their threats and make sure that the impact on from some of their players is, is less. Uh, but also carrying that threat. We've had two very tight games against them, I think, this season. Um, there's not been a lot in the games. Um, and I feel as though we have the opportunity with the players we have available is to, to believe we can win the game. Derek McInnes there, are you giving him any chance at Celtic Park tomorrow? Oh, sure. Of course he's got a chance. Uh, because, you know, Aberdeen... Uh, on their day will give uh, anybody a game of it uh, for me the fascination is um, if Rangers should win and the gap is cut to five points uh, then it becomes a really big afternoon for Neil Lennon it's a big afternoon for him anyway uh, first yellow card to Easter Road to Darren McGregor for uh, I didn't see an awful lot on it to be fair Hugh when, when it's a high the arm challenge. Yeah, whether, he, whether his elbows caught him in the head certainly has nothing to do with the challenge but here is here is the the, the bottom line about Celtic Aberdeen If Neil Lennon Is to be Celtic's manager On a full time basis As opposed to an interim basis Then he'll have to win the league There's no other 
Mm. Way of looking yeah, just at Just on it. that incident quickly Derek It's very clear what Darren McGregor's oh, he's trying got the elbow to in do his face. Yeah he's, I he's, think the referee's spot on I didn't see that the first time But the referee Stephen McLean's spot on He uses his elbow He's trying to get across Alfredo Morelos But he catches right him the in the face yeah, doesn't absolutely. he So it's a booking for Darren McGregor Right you've got work to do on this teaser We're looking for 10 <sighs> Scottish managers Who've managed in the English Premier League I'll give But you... for fewer than 50 games So I'll tell you what you've got so far Billy Davis Jim Jeffries Malky Mackay Mark McGee Alex Neil. Derek will know who I'm talking about here You maybe ask for his name Wee Luggy Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking Paul about Sturrock. Well. Oh, yeah, well Paul Sturrock Southampton back in 2004 Right so you've got Four, four, four to, to get. get Four to get uh, the, the ones that we should know Yeah Yep I would say so I think we're going to need Scoobies Right okay Arsenal is the club you're looking for Arsenal Mid 90s No Silence I don't like that that's no use Initials oh, Initials already BR Bruce Rear. Yes Bruce Rear. Oh well done Alright The next club you're looking for Sunderland It's a wee tricky one 2008-9 He's more known for his work at coaching A sort of youth level That that would be his, what he's known for But he, he was oh. in the Sunderland hot seat Ricky Sprague Ricky yes. Sprague Oh Big chance for Rangers Ball across Ryan Kent Within a whisker Of knocking it into the back of the net Can't quite get the connection on it Still goalless Oh he should have Right two more These are the hardest by a mile <laughs> Swindon Town Blimey. In 93 to 94 season Swindon John Gorman Yes oh, well done. There we go well done And the last one was the West Brom manager For 19 games In 2014 McInnes? No Nope Who's that got that job I'm just trying to think we do the old initials Uh huh Because you're running Fast out of time A I Surname's also a place in Scotland <laughs> That's all I can give you Which year was this? 2014 A I A I And the surname's a place in Scotland Oh Alan Irvin Alan Irvin Alan Thank Irvin. you Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson Goalless at Easter Road We'll give you all the reaction tomorrow As well as all the action From a Saturday afternoon From 2 GBX Friday up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompsons.com